Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I got yelled at by a woman outside that I wasn't wearing a mask. But she was about 100 feet away from me. And man, do I try to be alone. Jeez, lady. I used to obsessively check weather apps. Now I obsessively check air quality apps. Oh, yeah, same. I'm still sleeping with the windows open because a girl's got to have her fresh, smoky air. Amen, sister. The gnats have been replaced by large horseflies and flying ants. Every new day brings new joys, Sarah. Doesn't it, though? Have (laughs) such a good day. And welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show where we get real. I'm Heather Frank. And I'm Sarah Lane. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, everyone. Uh, we're here. Welcome to show 67. Can Still we just discuss that for a second? Yeah, 67. We're almost at 69. I know. <laughs> it's weird that that's where my thought went. As well, I'm like 67. Like, is there anything cool straight to the gutter? Seven. You know how you get like sucked into like dumb stuff on the internet where they like make you go through like uh, like a photo slideshow, and it takes like a million years. Uh, yeah. I got into this like dumb one about <laughs> yeah. um, on Esquire.com about New York in the 1970s, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of like Studio 54 shots, which of course like. I never went there. I was like not even alive um, or way too young. But I was like 54 kind of mm-hmm. has like a cool, you know, it's, it sounds kind of cool. 67, I'm not sure. But you know what? Prove me wrong, internet. <laughs> I'm telling you, we are we are ready to prove you wrong. We really are. So welcome to show 67. Yeah. And if you're, if you're new here or you need a little refresher on what the hell we're doing, um, <laughs> this is the show where we unpack the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment and hope that you, you know, feel good in the process. I mean, we're all about pursuing knowledge here on Have Such a Good Day. First and foremost, we want to laugh and have a good time. And then secondary is knowledge. You know, we want to be better, smarter people every day. So join us. Absolutely. So Heather, I don't want to make everything about my life sucky, but it's been kind of sucky as of late. And I know that a lot of you can agree. It's just it's just weird. Mm-hmm. So last, um, let's call it Friday. 
Um, I was kind of going into the weekend and there's been a lot of, a lot of smoke here in California. And I know Heather, where you are as well, and definitely in Oregon and the entire West coast has just had like a real time of it. So, um, I, I know that I, you know, I'm among many, but I, I woke up, you know, and you kind of swallow and you're like, Ooh, I think I'm getting sick. And I don't get sick that often. I actually like never get colds. I've like never gotten the flu since I was like seven. Like I'm like, I don't, I feel pretty healthy as a person in general, you know, and I try to, you know, do my own keep up. But when you get that throat thing, you're like, yeah, this isn't going to be good. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and it's just sort of like, whatever, you know, I live alone. I, you know, got to walk my dog, but otherwise like I can kind of hunker down and it was going into the weekend anyway. And I had no plans because where am I going to go? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay. You know, I just, you know, I got a cold and it wasn't super major. It really wasn't, you know, it kind of, I, I felt a little under the weather for, you know, 48 hours and then I felt better. But for those 48 hours, because of COVID and just sort of like everyone's sort of um, warranted paranoia. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh God, is this is this it?" You know, like, like, do I have a fever? Is, it, like, what are yeah, my symptoms? Yeah, like, 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 where? Do, yeah, like, where does it go from here? Like, is this? Did I have a lot of sense of taste? Yeah, I just like woke up one morning, had a sore throat, and then I died. <sighs> you know, like, and it's it's like that sounds so funny, but it's like. I hadn't been sick since our whole pandemic, uh, you know, view of the world happened. And I just wasn't sure where it was going. And I was feeling like, you know, I had like brunch plans with people and I was like, oh, no, I can't be near anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, because like, what if I kill them? (laughs) You know, like what if anyway, um, we're good. Um, You sound good. Test has been uh, administered. I am I am free and clear. Yeah, I think I just honestly just had like smoke inhalation totally you know, sa- sadness so you did but get this like test. i did oh, yeah cool for the first time yeah i got it at kaiser it's free um well if you have kaiser <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you, your your mileage may vary but but uh but yeah i i never had it before because i just was never worried that i felt awful and yeah. then all of a sudden when i was like i don't feel good and I don't want this to get super weird especially because it's like I go see my mother and mm-hmm. you know you know like no we're not I'm not I'm I'm not going to be responsible for for this nonsense and I also don't want to die but again one of those things where I'm like yeah probably because there are wildfires on the west coast yeah. I just felt shitty for a couple of days and but that's where I went with it rather than being not a germaphobe, which I normally am. Of course, I would do the same thing. In fact, I've had I had a couple little scratchy throats um, uh, during the when the the sky was really smoky, and I just sort of assumed that's what it was. But I definitely would jump to conclusions if I had a- other symptoms because I haven't been sick either. And and to be honest, like almost every year I get the flu. Um, I got the flu sh- flu shot last year, and I didn't get it. Um, and then my entire family got what we think was COVID because I didn't get it and I was with them and everyone who was together had it. And so, yeah, I would be paranoid too if I, if I woke up with, with cold symptoms for sure. Um, well, I thought actually I had an experience the other day that I thought if you were in my pocket, you would have laughed heartily. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've uh, done much curbside pickup lately, 
but you know, a lot of stores do this curbside pickup where you order online and you, you can either get it shipped or you just go to your local store, like all kinds of stores do it. Um, uh, in this case it was bed, bath and beyond. And, you know, I, I would like to kind of get into what I was buying because it was one of those things that I know you can relate to Sarah, where you have thought about buying something like a particular item, like an appliance or something for years. And you, you deep dive into the rabbit holes of the internet, looking at every last review you could possibly find to make a decision. Um, I, you know, I spend a lot of time on wire cutter, um, as uh, we've talked about on the show before. I love wire cutter and, uh, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence about my purchase and it it is an espresso machine, full disclosure. I've wanted one for a really, really long time. And, uh, I have an espresso machine that I've started to get a little paranoid about like the pods being aluminum. And I've been using this thing for five years. So I'm like, okay, it's, I got to get something for the winter time. And real quick, for anyone who's like, why would that make you paranoid? Why? Well, because aluminum, uh, you know, hot water goes through the pod, which is made of aluminum on the top. And aluminum has been known to cause uh, Alzheimer's, depression, a lot of kind of brain stuff. Oh, same reason why people don't use antiperspirants. Exactly. And so, and then again, it's like a lot of people, it's controversial because a lot of people, ah, you're fine. You know, it's not high enough uh, heat, you know, for it to, you know, cause any issues. But I don't but know. But you're like, you're airing on the side of caution. I am. That's cool. And it's been five years. I've been using this thing for a long time. So I'm like, man, two pods a day for how many years? Like, whoa. And so, and I'm an adult now. I'm a sophisticated adult. And I thought time for, to get myself a sophisticated espresso machine. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole process was super interesting. Actually, we can talk about it another time, but what I really wanted to talk about was the curbside pickup dance that it was. This was a comedy of errors, I'm telling you. So I, I pull up into the designated spot for pickup, right? It's got a sign and everything. And you call and someone comes out and this jovial guy comes out and it's like, I get, we have to be cautious. We're both wearing masks. You know, I'm sitting in the car and he's like eight feet away from my car. I'm not really sure if he's coming to see me because of that. <laughs> he He's kind of <laughs> waving at me. So I like open the door and then he like freaks out, close the door, close the door. And then I like close the door. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do I put my mask I mean- back on? roll the window down. I rolled the wrong window down. Then I like, he wanted to see my ID. So I like rolled the window down to hand him my ID and he freaked out. And so I rolled it back up and he wanted me to just show it through the window. Like, I can't even explain how hilarious this was. And then when I had to put my, I had to give him my credit card because I got the 20% off discount. And so I had to, he had a special bin inside another special bin inside a cart that was six feet away that I had to, I guess, get out of the car and put my credit card in this bin. And I mean, the guy is like backing up when I get out. I can't open the trunk for him to put my thing in. I mean, I was literally like laughing in my car. It was the most silly thing ever. Wow. And it all ended with me being, having like buyer's remorse and not being totally... (laughs) sure about my purchase. 
Well, and that, it's just ridiculous because of the, the, because of the uh, interaction or because of the actual like. Okay. No, because because the thing is, there's a lot of nuances mm. that come. A lot of nuances. It's like I have a a built-in grinder in this espresso machine, and a lot of people will say it's the best thing ever because it's all com- in one machine. Oh yeah, but then, but you then get there's the a lot of people, people who say no, no. You get the grinder yeah. people that say you got to get a good. And I got to yeah. say one thing about grinders, okay? Okay, Sarah, maybe you could relate to this. So, I have a coffee grinder that's like. It's it's like Krups, you know, with a K mm. that I bought like in college or something. It's like a totally standard, basic plug-in little grinder, right? Coffee grinder. That's what I know as a coffee grinder. I never thought that like nowadays you kind of have to get like a cafe level grinder <sighs> because grinders have gotten so sophisticated. So I'm like, I didn't realize that if I went the other way and got the standalone espresso maker without the grinder, I would still have to spend $200 on like a top-notch grinder. So I'm like, well, I'm screwed either way, you know? So you're kind of like, either way, I've got na- like there's pros and cons to both. So I can't decide because there's too many pros and cons on both and they're just different. It's like apples and oranges. Totally. I'm, I'm with you on the grinder. Um, I have a, it's not Krups, but it's like, you know, the OXO or something, you know, it's like mm, some mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it seems fine to me. And like kind of basic. Bitch. Yeah, totally. Uh, because that's what I am when it comes to coffee grinders. I'm like, you just, I don't know, you just grind them up. That's what you do. And then you make <laughs> coffee and then you drink it. <laughs> but uh, so basic. But I, I, a friend of mine who has, um, and I, and I actually like, I am not, I mean, I, I hate to call myself a snob, but I am a coffee snob. I want good. Oh, I want yeah. good coffee. I, you know, I like my alternate milk. I've got my whole thing going on, and I, mm-hmm. I, it works very well for me. Like I'm not drinking your Starbucks crap. I'm just not doing it. Oh hell no! And if anyone else loves Starbucks, that's totally fine, and we will high five. But I like my <laughs> shit the way it is. That's I'm with you, sister. That said, I know, I know you were. But um, I, I was talking to a friend who had like the like super fancy coffee, like I don't know, it was just like some coffee situation. And I was like, yeah, what, like what, what about like the grind? Like your grinder seems like so like extra. And he was like, well, you know, Sarah, everyone says that the grinder is the most important part. That's what they say. Because if you buy like really nice beans um, and they don't grind the, the right way, it won't taste good, and you don't get any of the benefits of what the money that you spend on the beans. And I'm like, I can't win. No, you can't win. And the thing is, they they say too, like with the the um, built-in grinder, like sometimes if you get too oily beans, it will like mm. clog it. And I'm like, everything is seriously, it's the, the amount of research that we have to go uh, into to buy a new appliance these days. I'm just, I'm not talking about just coffee makers. I'm talking about air purifiers. I mean, anything you're trying to buy and weigh your options. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever been this conflicted though. Like, and it's, a, I dropped a little coin on it. And so I'm like, I want to yeah. make the right decision, but at the same time, I don't really want to spend $200 on a grinder. Like why won't my grinder work? Well, it still works. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, yeah. If it were me, I'd be like, no, $200. Would you get the all in one grinder? Well, the all-in-one because what if the grinder breaks? The all-in-one stuff is it. is problematic, right? Because I know if one part of it breaks, then you're like, oh, I can't do anything now. Yeah. So I kind of shy away from all-in-one stuff. Me too. When it comes to this sort of thing, I mean, I never really thought about it with coffee because I just 
like you, I have my my yeah. grinder and I have my coffee maker and everything works fine. I also don't make espresso, so I don't, you know, the whole Nespresso um world is somewhat lost on me. Your head. But yeah. um but I but I realize that it's cool, you know, and people really like it. Yeah, and it's hard because I have one good friend who swears by the grinder built in, like just brought it with her to Europe, like brings it wherever she goes. And in fact, oh, wow. one of the biggest reviews that that kind of sealed, sort of sealed the deal for me today, because I was like sort of deciding if I was going to keep it. This one woman heard the title of her review was after people and pets, I'd save this in a fire. And this is the one with the built-in grinder, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But the other one, um, I have an, another really good friend who has the like separate, uh, it's like a hundred dollars cheaper and it doesn't have a grinder, but I'm like, well, what do you do with your beans? She's like, oh, I just buy it pre-ground. No, no, And I'm no, like, you no. don't want to do that because it gets stale. No. And that's the whole point of the grinder in there because it, it keeps it really fresh. Oh, totally. You know? I mean, and listen, again, you know, shout out to all people who buy their beans pre-ground, like all good. I'm not doing that. I just no. can't do that. I need to grind them Oh, because you like the ritual of grinding them, or you no, just like because them fresh. I want them to be fresh. Yeah, I mean, totally. I don't mind the ritual yeah. either. But even so, so like my mom, here's a, a funny thing. She's got like regular coffee maker. She also has an espresso, but she has a regular coffee maker, and she puts the the ground beans. She grinds them um, before she goes to bed and puts them in the coffee maker, so that when she gets up in the morning, there's just like one button to press and everything's done. And I'm like, I think that's really smart. It's smart. But I'm like, um, you're like wasting nine hours of freshness. And she's like, but it tastes fine. And I'm like, I know, but like you're, but you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) Well, it's interesting that you tell me that because my biggest fear with this machine, and it's really big. I think the, the grinder makes it really big and I feel like it's ostentatious on my counter. And I feel like almost embarrassed. I'm like, this thing is so massive, but I also am worried because I'm so used to popping in a pod and you get a coffee in 30 seconds with an espresso. But now there's a learning curve with this thing. Like it's going to take me a while to figure out how to make one, an actual uh, uh, latte or whatever. And I, yeah, I'm going to have to grind it for It's going to take me like 10 minutes to get a coffee in my mouth. So <laughs> I don't know if this is worth it. I, I really feel for you. Yeah, no. I mean, it's totally first world. Um, dilemmas. But uh, if, if any of you have had this experience with the Breville espresso machines, uh, let me know what your what you chose. Uh, Hyatt, have such a good day.com. Totally. The Breville is, is you know, regarded as it's it's the good one. It is exactly. You know, I mean, I was doing Bialetti for like years, mm-hmm. some years back. And um, which is, it is espresso sort of. I mean, you could use any sort of beans. Mm-hmm. Anyway, non-coffee people are like, oh my God. They're like, oh my God. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. But, um, <laughs> but uh, we will move on. So earlier this week, Apple had an announcement, as it is wont to do. This is one of two kind of big announcements at the end of the year. The, you know, this particular one focused on the Apple Watch and also iPad updates. Then there's the iPhone update, which is like its whole big, Mm -hmm. that's like kind of the big announcement. Hasn't happened yet. Anyway, the Apple Watch uh, announcement did, as well as the iPad. Um, I actually don't use an iPad, and I haven't for a while, even though 
I really loved the forum factor at one point. Once the iPhones got big enough, I just was like, eh. that's how I feel. Yeah. And I and I may come back around because the new ones are are real nice. But the Apple Watch, which I also don't have. I don't I've never had an Apple Watch. I didn't have a smartwatch for well, that's not true. I had I, like it was like the Nike whatever, you know, fitness band. Mm-hmm. Then I had like an old Fitbit and they sort of like I don't know, broke or went away or whatever, and people stopped caring. And then I've had the Fitbit Versa 2 for going on a year now, mm-hmm. which I love um, because, you know, it's all data, just yeah. like data-driven. Like, how many miles did I walk? Mm-hmm. How many calories did I burn? You know, I enter, like, stupid stuff about, like, all right, I ate a piece of cheesecake at 10 a.m. It's like, okay, that's like, that like 1,000 calories. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, just, you know, enter that into my day. You know, I I remember those days fondly when you used to talk about how you'd eat like a piece of cake in the morning. That was totally your MO. It was, it's really funny. I know. It's very rare now. I'm not much of a sweets person anymore, but I do have my moments. Mm -hmm. I do, you know, they, they creep up. Yeah. Anyway. um, So I've got, you know, I have a different fitness tracker thing. However, Apple's um, announcement uh, which included a variety of new uh, Apple Watch updates. It's the Apple Watch Series 6 at this point. You know, there's like new bands, new stuff, and blah, blah, blah. But what I thought was really exciting, and I know I've talked about th- this on the show before, is like VR working out mm-hmm. is the new Apple Fitness Plus service. Wow. Fitness Plus service being sort of like Apple Music, where it's like mm-hmm. you're paying a subscription. I don't know, like, well, you don't have to put out VR headset because it's just like Apple Watch related. But Mm. if you have an Apple Watch and you've got a TV, right, Mm -hmm. like anything that, you know, smart TV or a TV that is um, connected to an Apple TV type thing, you could be like, oh, wow, I could like do like a million yoga classes right now with my subscription. Very cool. Rather than, yeah, like rather than like an a la carte thing where you're, I think a lot of people up until this point and, you know, ugh, pandemic, I mean, fuck you, pandemic. But I will say there is something to the whole kind of like exercise thing because so many people are cooped up and mm-hmm. are like, I don't want to waste away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I need to find like other alternatives. We're getting some really interesting ones. And this is one of those. I'm actually, this is really cool because I'm, same with the espresso machine, I'm in the market for like a Peloton or like some kind of exercise bike for the winter because I'm going to be more pent up than usual. I probably won't be able to hike as much. Um, and so, God, this is this is interesting to me. How much is the subscription? $9.99 per month. That's a great deal. It's so much better than Tracy Anderson's $90 a month. Oh my God, is that I, how yeah. much it is? Yeah. You're kidding me. Uh-huh. Jeez. Although I heard that her... Her workouts are like the bomb. You can do it for maybe 14 days or something. It's actually kind of interesting to kind of take a peek behind that, that in that world. And her, 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 it's fun. I mean, what she does is fun. It's uh, sort of like aerobics, I guess, dance aerobics, but it's really coordinated. It's kind of hard for me. I have a friend who shall remain nameless that has like signed up for like many Gmail accounts. She's (laughs) 
she can keep getting the free 14 day oh, trial. Oh, that's awesome. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, if you haven't noticed. If it works for you, whatever. I've actually used the have such a good day email a couple times for like getting Netflix back. So I'm like, oh, I canceled it. Oh, I shouldn't have canceled it because then this comes. And then I'm like, oh, I just use a different email. <laughs> yeah, well, well you wouldn't be the you wouldn't be the first person to say so. But yeah, the exercise thing is really cool. And it's funny because, you know, you mentioned, you know, maybe wanting to get a Peloton and that is kind of like I feel like Peloton is like the shining, you know, star of oh, this is how you cancel your gym membership and work from, or eat, work out from home. Uh-huh. Right? And, you know, and, and, and then it was sort of, people were like, well, but like, what if I don't like biking? And that's like, oh, well now they have a treadmill Mm -hmm. pool still. And you, you know, you're kind of like competing with your peers, Mm -hmm. you know, online. And so there's this whole kind of like fun community thing Mm -hmm. to it. And that's all very true. However, it's not cheap. Mm -mm. I mean, it's like, it's like 30, what, like 30 bucks a month, I think. Oh, it's more than that. I think it's 45. But the thing is like, I don't even really want to And that's after you buy the hardware. I know. And I don't even want to do the live stuff. I would do on demand. So I don't even need a Peloton. I think I would get like a, like a lesser bike because I just, I don't want to really compete with people. I just want to have an on demand class that I could take by myself. I don't need people to see me and sweat. I don't, that's not really my vibe. Maybe I would like it, but that's actually, yeah, I, that's always kind of been, even though I used to be quite the gym rat, I just don't have a gym near me mm-hmm. anymore. I used to like, I mean, I walked to gyms for like so many years in my life mm-hmm. and I, you know, I just can't do that anymore. There's no gym I can walk to. But like being at a gym was sort of like people watching, mm-hmm. but I didn't do community stuff. You know, I walked in with my headphones on, you know, and I, you know, nod politely <laughs> to the regulars and I do my thing and then I leave. Exactly. That's that's and, my vibe too. And I think a lot of people are sort of like, oh yeah, why did I have to go to this place when I can do these, you know, other things at home? Yeah. And so the whole Apple Fitness Plus thing is not necessarily, I mean, that it hasn't even launched yet. Mm-hmm. So like, couldn't even tell you. But I mean, I do quite a bit of cardio workouts Mm -hmm. using my oculus quest like the vr thing and it's fun yeah and it's sort of like the time saved of not having to go to a place Mm -hmm. to do this thing and then come back from that place and then like take a shower and the whole thing is like you really do save some time it is you know it it does make it more solitary yeah than you know than before but it's not like I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I'm really curious. I, I'm I'm still potentially going to do the Oculus because um, I just need something and I don't think I'm going to get a Peloton. I think I would get like just like a, um, if I, and I'm not even like a huge into cycling person, I'd rather hike or do yoga slash aerobic-y kind of thing. So maybe the Apple uh, fitness thing sounds really cool. I have an Apple watch from like an employer gave it to me when I got hired. I never bought one, but you know, I, I always forget about it. It, It's kind of feels like it's thick on my arm and I get sweaty under it. So I get annoyed and I take it off and then it's always out of batteries. I swear to God. It's like, I feel like every time I wear, it's like, it runs out of batteries before I'm done with it. I have to charge it every single night, which seems excessive to me. Um, and it will die. It it won't be like your cell phone where it's like 10%. It's like, it'll just die. So I'm like, ah, this thing annoys me. That's, 
that's excessive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're brave new world, right? Mm-hmm. We're all trying to, you know, figure out this this whole thing. I mean, I even though I I hope very much for um a future where we can all interact in person a little bit more because mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to suffer from like I'm a recluse. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I'm like I want to be one when I want to be one, but now I have to be one, mm-hmm. and it's been a really long time. And now I'm like, I miss the world. Do you miss the world? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. I mean, the working out thing from home is like that's just convenient. Exactly. You know, but there's sort of like a broader, you know, okay, where do we all go? How does this all work? Yeah. Well, uh, time will tell. Uh, I don't know how much time, but maybe a little while while longer. Um, but kind of speaking in the whole pandemic, uh, I know we've been talking about that a lot, but I don't know. I was actually curious to find that there weren't a lot of major like roundup kind of reviews about a variety of air quality index apps, which I'm sure everybody's using right now because there's been so many fires. There's been so much concern with air pollution. I mean, like I said, in the top, at the top of the show, like I, have always obsessively looked at weather apps and now I obsessively look at air quality index apps. So I thought mm-hmm. we would do like a quick little roundup of ones that I've been using. Um, there's a lot out there. Um, and, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons why, um, you know, you'll choose one app over another. A lot of times for me, it's like aesthetics and, you know, data and and whatever it is that that kind of encourages you to use an app. But the one that I've actually been using a lot of um, it, I wouldn't say it's my favorite because I did find a better one, but for some, I don't know, someone recommended it to me. I had initially had, this was like maybe a year or so ago. The first air quality app I ever had was called air bubbles. And okay. it's kind of a fun little concept. Did you ever remember that they had like that online, that website way back when this is like early internet and it was called like Music Plasma or something. And it was all these bubbles of like different bands and how they related to each other. Yeah, and like, kind of. Like Radiohead yeah. was like a big bubble because it's a big band. And then there was like smaller bands that like branched off from it. And it was such a cool way to find music. Yeah. And I think they had the same thing for maybe movies and some other uh, media. I don't remember, but I loved that thing. And this Air Bubbles reminds me of that. But there's uh, one that I... Um, I, this, the second one I started using is air visual. And I mean, I find it pretty comprehensive. I mean, it does compile data from government agencies, which a lot of them do, and it's crowdsourced and and that kind of thing. They have a pretty cool kind of uh, Google map kind of thing where it's like colored bubbles. It kind of reminded me of that original bubble app I was using. Um, they, you know, they have a list of like major cities and their air quality. So it's like worst to best, but it's a bunch of major cities. So if you live in a small town like me or like you, Sarah, it's kind of hard to find a a precise, our precise location. Like you can't put in a zip code. This is one thing that actually does bug me about this app is it's kind of hard for me to find Trinidad. It has like a part of Trinidad, but it's like further South, but I cannot get it exactly to where we are on the coast. Um, but it does offer tips on on health, like close your windows or limit your outdoor activities, wear a mask, that kind of stuff. Um, and you can see how other cities compare. You can get alerts when it changes, which I like, you know, when when the air quality changes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I moved on because I was kind of like, I felt like it wasn't as precise as I wanted. 
The one that I found to be extremely precise and and just God, they are on it. Um, Breezometer, and you can look at uh, your air quality online, like on a browser, or get the app. Um, and they they monitor like air quality, pollen, and you can actually look at the weather on it, which is kind of cool. You can kind of toggle between those three, which is kind of nice. Then I could stop using my weather apps. Um, but what I find it's very, very, very accurate because it kind of updates every hour, and it's in over like 90 countries and it's, but it's like on the street level, which is so interesting to me. Um, it collects data from like, you know, I don't know, like 40,000 government sensors. They, they study traffic patterns. They get data from satellites, but what's cool about it is it really pulls in data to like within blocks, um, of where you are, which is so cool. And they have fire alerts. Like today I looked at it and, you know, put, I obviously have my location in there. And so basically today it said alert, you know, in, at 25 kilometers, it's in kilometers. Cause it's like, I think it's based in Israel, this company. Um, and, uh, there's a fire 25 kilometers away from me right now. And you can kind of see it on the map, which is really cool. Um, and also really close. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know <laughs> you if you know? know kilometers, um, and then personal health recommendations, you can, to- you can track your daily exposure, which I have, I haven't done yet, which I assume is like, you know, it'll tell you, you've been outside for too long. Like, you, you know, you've, you've been exposed mm. for X amount of time right. or whatever. Um, yeah. and they have this like live accuracy monitor. That's really cool. You can see like all these different cities from around the world and what they're tracking, like right then and there, um, which is pretty cool. And, oh, and then what I love too, cause I was like, God, I wonder there were some days where it was like really bad and then kind of bad. And I wanted to compare like the days. So like, for example, today it was like a pretty decent, it's like clear and good skies. It has been for the last couple of days. We actually had some rain today and yesterday, but it'll compare, um, the pollution forecasts like from today and like seven days back. So you're like, Oh, it's better air quality, you know, and you can kind of see, see that progression. It uses a lot of machine like learning technology and it is fascinating. I mean, I, I, I can't really dive any deeper, uh, or I'll talk forever, but the last one I wanted to mention is kind of a funny one. Um, if you're into not a lot of the data and you don't really care about a lot of the, the finer details, it's called shit. I smoke. And that's S H asterisk T exclamation point. And it's an app. And it, what it does is it compares your city's air pollution to smoking cigarettes. So like yesterday I checked it and it told me that I smoke 1.9 cigarettes a day. And it has this kind of cool, like smoke animation in the corner. It's a little hokey, but, but it was, but it's kind of, but it's kind of like, I think that's probably good context for a lot of people because like, and I'm guilty of this as well. I was like, you know, like, like I said, like, I like my windows open at night. Mm-hmm. I need fresh air when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it's smoky, oh, well, I mean, this is where I live. What am I going to do? Wear a full face mask to bed. I mean, you wear an eye mask already, right? <laughs> I wear an eye mask. Yeah. But like, I'm not wearing a face mask. Like, yeah. it, it's just not going to happen. I mean, yes, I could close up my house. I could, you know, batten down the hatches, which I know a lot of my friends have done. And they're sort of horrified that I haven't. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, life is hard, right? But 
if you put it in context of like, oh, and now it's like you're smoking, you know, like however mm-hmm. many cigarettes a day, then you're like, ew, I should probably change my habit. So that's kind of effective. It is effective because I hate cigarettes and maybe you're, you don't care that some people love cigarettes and they don't think about that. But to me, I think it's so gross and like so bad for you. So it's like that does, it does influence me a lot actually. The other day I was like, I'm going for a hike, you know, smoky air be damned. But then I saw that thing and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just going to do some yoga in the house with my air purifier, but I know you don't have an air purifier. I don't. I know. I should have one. I've already got an HVAC on the fritz, which is a whole other story. But, <laughs> for, um, for another you know, show. When, when, Yeah. When we reconvene next week, maybe I'll have both. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. Let us know. Absolutely. So I liked your app roundup. Thanks, Sarah. You Heather. know what's kind of funny? It felt like a weird role reversal because like I, as some of you know, and many of you maybe don't, because we haven't mentioned this at all uh, lately, but Sarah and I have been working together for like 20 years, um, totally dating us, but we've done so many kind of technology shows. And uh, Sarah's always been the technology expert. I, I've just like, dab- I dabble in it, but I usually talk about movies or comic books or music. And Sarah's <laughs> always the one doing the roundups, but uh, I had fun doing it today. I felt like you. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, I didn't know any of your apps. Like, I'm oh, super pumped to, like, great. look through them and, yeah, and and learn something from them. That's awesome. You know, my, my dad to this day, he goes, God, I just remember the day when I never knew anything about Twitter. The world didn't know anything about Twitter, but Sarah did a review on it on Pop Siren. And I, and I, he just always mentions that he just thinks you were so forward thinking. It's really funny. Well, Mr. Frank, (laughs) uh, I, I really appreciate that. If we were on pop siren and I was talking about Twitter, Twitter definitely existed already by then. So I didn't, I didn't, I did not invent it, but it was, it was early days. I get what you mean. Uh I get what you mean. And you have your, you had your finger on the pulse or you still do. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't know. (laughs) It's my lot in life. For better or for worse, I'm just going to talk about technology until I die. Well, speaking of technology, why don't you tell everybody about the cool platform called Patreon? Oh, patreon.com slash have such a good day. Have you been there recently? Because if you haven't, or you never have, this is sort of our bread and butter of the show. We really, really rely on our patrons um, and we thank them so, so much for helping us make the show every week. It's just Heather and me, you know, we're a ragtag crew, but we try really hard to, you know, pump up pump up the volume, right? <laughs> and, and 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 pump up the jams and, um, and pump iron. And pump iron. Yeah, right. You know, in our basements <laughs> as as we do, perhaps with Pelotons in the future, who knows where the show's going to go. But uh, yeah, a- as a patron what you're doing is you're directly contributing to us not um, going to an ad model or um, some other model that might not be right for you. It's it's very much just us. We do have an ad-supported free version. So if you are a person who isn't in a position to offer a contribution right now, and we totally get that because so many people are in that, that situation right now more than ever, man, I mean, I am too with some of the shows that I like a lot. We have an ad-supported model, so that's cool too. Um, But if you can support us on Patreon, again, patreon.com slash have such a good day, we would appreciate it so, so very much. And thanks to everybody who's already with us. 
And boy, is our Discord popping. Oh my God, our Discord's so fun. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there that can be kind of personal. So, um, you know, we're not going to talk about that stuff on the show, uh, but you, no. you're missing no. out. I'm just saying, you're missing out. There's been some good stories. But I do want to mention yeah. a couple new uh, patrons. Maria Vanderwee. Cool name. Hi, Maria. Uh, yeah, sounds very. familiar. I wonder if we know her. I, that name sounds familiar. Jonathan Williams. Hi, Jonathan. Steve T. Capital letter T. Steve T. Keeping it mysterious. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, we also got a couple uh, emails. Uh, the first one comes from Ed. And Ed was, we were having a conversation in our previous show about, you know, being the grammar police. And Ed says, well, a pet peeve of mine is the recent overuse of the word like. I heard both of you use the word several times in one thought. Just. <laughs> But since you were talking about policing grammar and Ed, I hear you. I do. I know. I know I do this. I mean, you know, Heather and I kind of we we speak in a similar way because we're kind of California girls and whatever. But Valley girls. Yeah. We're so Valley girls. Yeah, we were the spoon. But (laughs) I I feel like the like thing and I know I do it. I know I do it so much and I like it. It makes me feel normal. So I'm sorry, but I'm not going to pull back on that one. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, we all, like I was, I mentioned, I think in the, in the comments, I said, you know, well, we all have our ticks, and, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot because you've edited, uh, you know, podcasts before and you're, you, I remember one day you told me, you were like, man, everybody's got some word that they get hung up on. It's like, uh, um, like there's always some filler words. And yeah, I mean, I'm editing this show now too. So. And, you know, you, you don't realize you're doing it. It's totally like unconscious, but yes, apologies. I, I, I hate the idea of us being annoying to your ears, um, but we will try to, or at least I will try to, I, I like to try to get rid of those filler words as much as possible. I mean, I, I am not perfect, but Tina uh, responded to Ed's note and she said, I thought like was about 20 years old, easy which, you know, it is. I mean, you know, watch Valley Girl and, you know, a lot of the 80s. Oh, uh, so Tina was saying, hey, Ed, this is not new. No. This has been going on for some time. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. grew up in the 80s, so for us, like is our filler word, unfortunately, fortunately. It also, I talk to, because, you know, I work from home, I live alone. Uh, a lot of my life is online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> well, perhaps more than I would like, mm-hmm. but- that said, I talk to a lot of people that I, you know, love and care about online and we use like purposely all the time. Like sometimes like several times in a sentence mm-hmm. and I'm doing it right now. It it just like there you go. there's something about it that makes me feel like you're going to understand what I have to say because of the inflection. I don't know. It's hard to say. I recall, didn't we do like a drinking game with like, I think it was like, it might've been me saying like a lot back in Echo Park. And we were like, every time Heather says this, have a drink or drink a kombucha or like, I, we did something like that. I just don't remember what the word was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drink some wine or kombucha or some water. Yeah, We're like, we're like 67 episodes deep. So we're like, uh, it's hard to remember. Oh, I just said like a bunch of times. Sorry, Ed. Um, but I did want to mention on this whole <laughs> 80s note, Allison Park, who we talked about in our last episode, we, we, uh, former colleague, friend, 
um, awesome, Love awesome you, girl. Um, and she, uh, she said, why do I get so excited when I get mentioned in, on your pod PCAST? Kind of like it's 1984 and Mitch Matthews, local radio DJ, plays my Duran Duran request, which I thought was very apropos. Thanks for totally. writing in, Allison. Yeah, absolutely. Heather, I don't know about you, <laughs> but back in the day, uh, my friends and I used to call into our local radio station because we wanted a certain song played. Mm -hmm. And if it got played, then we would feel so mighty. Oh, yeah. Like, we made them do it. Yes. And there was, okay, so uh, yeah, this is, gosh, I don't know, 1990-ish. A friend of mine and I, we we called in. And, you know, a lot of this is programmatic. Mm -hmm. So you think you're going to get your song played, but it's like going to be played anyway, whatever. Yeah. But back in the day, it was a little bit less so, especially in more kind of rural areas, which was was where I lived. Mm -hmm. And we wanted a Richard Mark song to be played. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And the DJ was like, they like were obviously recording it to play later. Mm -hmm. And they recorded us and, and the DJ was like, yeah, I don't know that song. Send me the song. And we were like, it's like the most like number one song in the whole country. Like it's like top 40. He's like, no, sing it. And so we we kind of sang it and we sort of trailed off and like laughed. And then he hung up and we were like, oh, I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, about an hour later, because of course we're still listening to the radio station. He plays the recording of us doing that. And then follows it with the song that we wanted. That's amazing. How did you react? We were like in tears, so excited, like peed my pants. Like <laughs> it was, I it was, you know, because it's like, wow, we just we're famous. Made a, we made a thing happen. Yeah, we're famous. That's so fun. On KREO, 90, uh, 92 .3? Some of those things, like that. Uh, those things that used to happen just they don't really happen. They're, it's not as exciting now. It's like, it's like more of an analog world, you know, like back yeah. then. And, and those things were exciting these days. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I miss that stuff though. That's probably why I spend so much time watching movies from the seventies. I, I really miss those, those times, the simpler times, but alas. <sighs> oh, Heather, me too. Uh, and we don't have to get into this and it's like so rando, but I watched Unpregnant. Oh yeah. Night. How is that? I know what that is. Pretty good. It was, um, and again, this is going to be a polarizing film for mm. certain people. Well, it's going to be a polarizing film for everybody, but um, it, I thought it was really good. Oh, I'm so going to watch it. I watched the yeah. new Luca Guadagnino. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, his series on HBO, We Are Who We Are with Chloe Sevigny. Have you seen oh, that yet? I think you would dig I it. I have not. You should. Yeah. You should watch the pilot. I think, you, I think you'll like it. I like that filmmaker a lot. He did Call Me By Your Name, which you didn't like, but it's not... Well, let's just see. I, I didn't I think you would like hate it. it. I didn't hate it, but I was like, nah. yawn. <laughs> like, what's up with this Tim guy? Jeez. <laughs> well, let me know. I really want you to report back <laughs> on that, and I'll watch Unpregnant. I will. Report back. All right, good, good. Well, that'll be, you know, our homework yes, for next week. a movie club, if you will. Yeah, movie club. If you'd like to be in our movie club, I mean, Discord would be such a great place to talk about this. So great. All right, Sarah. Well, I think we got to put a big old fork in this show, but it's been so fun and we uh, will miss you. But until next week, I'm Heather. <laughs> and I'm Sarah. And have such a good day. Have a good day and have a better tomorrow.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.